Good morning. Can everyone hear me in the back of the room? Yes. Terrific, terrific. Uh, I am Bob Ono, I'm the campus IT security coordinator and one of the co-sponsors of this year's UCCSC conference, and I'd like to, to welcome you to our conference. This is the 27th year for UCCSC. Uh, to put this in a little bit of perspective, uh, when this conference started, Sun Microsystems was just being founded. And MS-DOS 1.1 was just released for the IBM PC, which was considered a rather advanced computer with dual 320 KB floppy drives. A lot has changed since then. Uh, I'm sure the development of the first UCCSC conference was a challenge, possibly equal to building a conference this year, given our tough budget time. But nonetheless, the conference planning committee has worked extremely hard to pack a conference with value content uh, for your enjoyment and hope you enjoy your participation. Uh, this year we have close to 370 registrants. Uh, we believe this is maybe the largest conference attendance figure for UCCSC in the past 27 years. So welcome to UC Davis. I'd like to acknowledge the many individuals whose efforts helped guide this conference. Uh, it was a very large group that started back in November of last year, getting together on an every other week basis, and finally, as we approach 2009, have been meeting weekly to put this on. Uh, certainly, I'd like to acknowledge, acknowledge one of my conference co-sponsors, Morna Malore. Morna, I'm not sure if you're in our audience this morning. All right, thank you, Morna. Morna is one of our co-sponsors, uh, Director of Data Center and Client Services. We also had a large planning committee, and I particularly want to acknowledge our project manager, Julie McCall, which uh, she was very good at keeping us on track and making sure that all the milestones were met. Uh, also providing us key guidance was Pete Siegel, uh, Vice Provost and Chief Information Officer of UC Davis, and Dave Shelby, our Assistant Vice Provost for Information and Educational Technology. Pete is there. I'm not sure. Uh, Dave, are you in our audience this morning? All right, maybe you'll join us later. We also want to acknowledge the support of the Office of the President and the UC Information Technology Leadership Council, also known as the ITLC. The ITLC consists of senior technology members from each campus, medical center, and UC-affiliated national lab and the Office of the President. The ITLC this year was extremely helpful in promoting uh, participation in this particular event, uh, and that helped our enrollment figures tremendously. Uh, we also would like to acknowledge the many presenters that have created valuable content to share with you today both our UC presenters and our invited speakers. Uh, we invited Doug Nomura and Brian Sullivan, noted security professionals, to share their knowledge with you during this conference. <coughs> For most of you who have attended past UCCSC events, you may notice some slight changes this year. Uh, one of the changes was to, to reach out to our technology partners and help us out as sponsors. With sponsor assistance, we were able to reduce our registration fees, cut travel expenses, and increase the number of hands-on instruction sessions this year. Our sponsors included Juniper Networks. Juniper Networks provided the highest level of financial participation to this event. In particular, when I mentioned to them our difficulty with travel, they actually committed funds in addition to what we asked for as a sponsor to help fund your travel. So if you stayed in the campus dorms, uh, part of that was at the, uh, from the benefit of Juniper providing 
funds for that subsidy. In addition, we have many other gold financial and instructional sponsors. In addition, these sponsors helped out uh, with a number of conference items. If you have a conference bag, you'll notice perhaps an Apple logo and some pens inside with a variety of, of items. Uh, that all helped to reduce our conference expenditures and hence the registration fees. Tomorrow during lunch on Wednesday, you'll have an opportunity to meet our conference sponsors and become eligible for a number of great door prizes. We have a couple of iPods. We have a GPS unit donated by Trend Micro, a travel mug donated by Moskowitz, and a number of training technology books that have been signed by their authors. I encourage everyone to take a few minutes during the Wednesday lunch hour and visit with our sponsors. Uh, for the UC and technology market, these are tough budget times, and our technology partners stepped up to help us conduct this conference and share their knowledge and experience. Uh, we would really appreciate if you could stop by the sponsor tables on Wednesday and see what they have to offer. I think they have some interesting technology to share. Note, this year we only have one general session for UCCSC. Uh, we developed a schedule. We tried to emphasize general uh, instead of the general sessions, but the actual conference sessions, so you'd have more time to attend, to attend the instructional or hands-on labs. Nonetheless, you'll find many opportunities for social networking. In today's sessions and during lunch, if you find yourself seated next to someone you don't know, I encourage you to introduce yourself. This simple act can make this conference even more rewarding to you. <coughs> meals. I'd like to say we spared no expense for your meals. Uh, actually, the food is terrific, uh, and nothing like my dining hall experiences from the 70s. Uh, lots of different options. So we hope you enjoy that uh, and take advantage of the snacks during the day. Although we're serving meals, you can stop in the dining hall, grab a drink, grab a snack throughout the two-day event. So feel free to take advantage of that. The theme of this slide is, if you have any questions, stop in the check-in desk. The check-in desk is on the second floor of the Tresero Dining Hall. Uh, that will be the answer spot for session changes, lost and found, uh, solder award sessions. Uh, because of the, the award at the uh, June time frame, those schedules were not included in your packet. If you have any questions about which uh, solder award recipients will be giving which sessions, stop by the check-in desk. All of those sessions, the detailed sessions, will be provided on Wednesday at 5.30 in Geet Hall. So simply if you wander around Geet Hall at 5.30 on Wednesday, uh, excuse me, on Tuesday, I'm sorry, Tuesday, I saw it, a confused look, and that helped me. Uh, on Tuesday, if you wander around Geet Hall at 5.30, we will have signs posted uh, for those solder award sessions. So please take advantage of that. There's some great technology you can learn about, uh, and we do hope that you'll be able to attend those. And now I'd like to introduce Vice Provost Pete Siegel, who'd like to share a few words with you this morning. Let's see if that started up. All right, good. Um, well, I think it was my job today to do four things. One is wear a tie. Second is wear the T-shirt. Uh, third is say some words of wisdom, but as few of them as possible. So uh, I'm going to try to do that. 
Um, well, first of all, let me give you a big and warm welcome to UC Davis and UCCSC 2009. Um, UCCSC, as Bob has indicated, is a wonderful meeting in the great land-grant tra tradition of the University of California. Um, the land-grant tradition is focused on providing talented individuals practical education, information you can truly use um, that has direct, re direct relevance to your work life. And so that has been uh, our theme, our mantra, our goal here is to bring direct relevance to you um, so that you can do your jobs uh, as well as possible um, and have a little bit of fun as well. Um, just as importantly, it provides access to peers who can be advisors, mentors, or just sounding boards for new plans and ideas. And I'll say a little bit more about that as I go along. In addition, while we didn't plan this originally to be about austere budgets, in this time of unprecedented austere budgets, this conference provides a great potential source for partners to develop or share common services, to share ideas on services, to look at opportunities to leverage your services across the institution. And um, I hope you really think about those opportunities. I'm building this, you're building that. Could we do it together? Um, because austerity does really mean we're going to have to do a lot more of that than probably most of us remember during our careers. That if we don't share, we might not be able to get some of those things done. Now, in this age of fast and reliable networking, the University of California is blessed with with forward thinking, uh, forward thinking from within the institution and its partners. Uh, and we've done a great job. You've done a great job. The institutions have done a great job at building these very, very effective networks that connect ourselves together. And this allows us to think of our vast institution as a set of unique campuses. I had got that line right. Um, but with an integrated, discontiguous data center that spreads from one end of the state to the other. So as we start to think about how we might make some of these things work in these tough times, um, imagine the fact that we have one of the very best uh, infrastructures for linking our campuses so that a service from UC San Diego can serve Davis staff, faculty, and students, and vice versa, and everywhere in between if we make those types of decisions. So with this great opportunity for integration comes, as Monty Python, Monty Python says, comes fear, uncertainty, and doubt. But who's going to solve that problem? Who's going to help? Well, so this is actually a great opportunity for us to lead. And in the theme today, lead in our focus on security for ensuring our information integrity and cyber safety programs. Make sure they're as robust and strong as possible, especially as there's challenges on all of our staffs. I mean, overwork, um, maybe some um, you know, challenges in terms of departments being able to provide the services they've done in the past, um, that this is just a critical time for sharing uh, not only ideas, but sharing those services, um, sharing your training programs and other activities. I think, as Bob has, had mentioned, the first UCCSC conference was at UC Santa Cruz in 1982 with 21 people in attendance. And today, despite all the budget woes, we have 370 people in attendance here at a very, very low cost. Um, and as the UC Davis Chief Information Officer, um, I represent with my colleagues from the health systems and from all the UC campuses, uh, the ITLC. And this group is stronger than ever. So if you, if you never heard of us 
look us up on the web. But if you have heard of us, change your thinking about, about us because uh, we're stronger than ever and looking at opportunities for joint projects and services as of the type that I hinted above. Um, the ITLC unanimously endorsed the conference this year in the face of strong pressures. Um, and those strong pressures came from individuals, frankly, like vice chancellors saying, why do we need to pay for this conference? What, is, what could be so important when we're trying to show everyone we're saving money? Why get all these IT people together in the face of these unprecedented budget cuts? And uh, every single ITLC member uh, came forward and said, um, uh, this is an, it is very important to show the symbolism. It's very important to save money, uh, but this conference is not a place uh, to uh, set aside and wait for another year. And there are two main reasons for that. And this is what we told the vice chancellors. Frankly, we told vice presidents. Um, first, this is going to be a most effective way for you, for us to all learn and get real value from our interactions with solid educational sessions and hands-on training. So it's not just hearing stuff, it's doing stuff which you can take home. Second, it will also be thanks to the creativity of our planning team, your flexibility, and the generosity of our vendors, an extraordinarily efficient meeting. Now, Bob emphasized that, but I have to tell you just how proud we all are that we were able to put something on where at every point we'd say, uh, the planning team and with the support of the sponsors and you, we were able to say, no, we lowered the cost. This was less than last year. And this isn't to say that folks in prior years didn't do a great job. It was to say we had to show everything that we could do um, was going in the direction of efficiency. And that we pulled off, I think the committee pulled off magnificently. So the registration fees were cut. There was a one night of campus housing. Um, and I think that something that all of you will applaud, the general session was cut to one hour so that you all will be able to go to sessions with the real content that you want. Um, and if there were a hook now, it would be all right with me if you pulled me off the stage. Um, so while budget cuts, so while budget cuts have dictated some changes in the format, our team's focus was on providing participant value. And although we had to drop some of the extra social activities of years past, I encourage you to take advantage of every opportunity to mingle, to meet your peers, and to engage in discussions that would otherwise not be as easy to have. Use this FaceTime to build relationships which you can maintain virtually over the coming year. Um, I can also assure you, because I think some of you have asked, that there are fine establishments in downtown Davis that will take your visa cards, and I hear that their refreshments are mighty fine, so don't delay if that's an opportunity, after, after all the presentations, of course. So the UCC has had a long tradition of sharing and camaraderie, and as we open UCCSC 2009 here at UC Davis, let me challenge you to spend some of your time here thinking about what happens at the end of the conference. So what happens when you go home? Don't go home just better informed. That's nice. Your boss will appreciate that. But go home with new friends, with some solid contacts, and a clear sense of lessons, successes, near misses, and even disasters that somebody else may have experienced that you can avoid, things that you have learned from your colleagues and that you, you can go back and share. So I would just strongly suggest that maybe in your last hour or two, 
you know, check. Did you get that business card from that colleague? Do you remember their email? Um, you saw them. They said something interesting in that talk. Did you go up and introduce yourself so that you can call them later? I am sure that you will say you would not mind having a phone call from a colleague where they'd say, I hear you had a real problem installing this or working on this project. Can you tell me off the record honestly what went wrong and what I can do to do better? I'm sure every one of you would welcome that phone call from one of your colleagues here, not from the newspaper. Um, so make that offer. But for those of you who are a little shy, um, you know, I can say from my own experience, there is nothing better than to be able to help somebody else not get into the same frying pan that we all got in or that someone else in this room may have gotten. So definitely take advantage of that. So our greatness ultimately comes from the innovations and commitments of smart, dedicated people like you. I mean, the guys in the ties come and go, but you guys really keep things going here. So we're counting on you to not only have a good time and to learn a lot, but to really keep the University of California moving forward. So before I close, let me also add my thanks to the conference committee for putting together a great event. And let me say welcome to UCCSC 2009, and also welcome to UC Davis celebrating its centennial year. And for those of you who don't know what that is, that's our 100th year. Um, and despite that historical connection with Berkeley, we're 100 years old and we're UC Davis. And so I thank you very, very much for coming. It's now my pleasure to introduce uh, our next presenter, Paul Weiss. He's the Executive Director for Applications and Technical Support Services for the University of California Office of the President. So, Paul. I, I was about to hand him my Blackberry, but I'm not going to. Thank you, Pete. Uh, I was asked to make this quick, and I promised to do that. Uh, I'm here standing in for David Ernst. Traditionally, the UCCIO does a little bit of opening uh, presentation, also uh, present the Souter Awards. So that's my honor, because David Ernst could not make it. And this makes two years in a row, so those of you who were at uh, Santa Barbara last year, I'm getting very good at being a stand-in for the UCCIO. Uh, I'm going to give a system-wide update. I'll keep it short. It will not talk about just budget cuts. You're all excruciatingly aware of that. And then get to present the Larry uh, Souter Awards. What's the major theme? Uh, it's pretty simple. Deliver more capability with less money. Uh, and that sharing, collaboration, avoid duplication. I'd encourage, your, encourage plagiarism. Um, whatever it takes. Uh, Pete mentioned the network. We do have this incredible network that connects up the University of California. And for those of you who understand networking, which is many of you, uh, geography should not be an impediment of where the service comes from, where the users are. And I've seen at ITLC meetings an evolution over the last five years where more and more the system is waking up to we can deliver some of the services and they do not have to be purely local. And that is a way to deliver more capability for an awful lot less money. So that's pretty much the theme. I'm going to talk about a few things that are happening across uh, at UCOP. At UCOP itself, uh, there's been an incredible amount of restructuring that's occurred in the last year and a half, uh, some of it a little bit painful. 
And a lot of what's happened at the Office of the President is centralization. Uh, when your driver's saving money, um, suddenly you start looking at a little less customization, a little less localization, and more centralization. Uh, the challenge is how to make all the processes, the workflow, uh, efficient and effective within, within the Office of the President. And we're working on it as best we can. One of the challenges is how to prioritize. Uh, prioritization is one of the most diabolical problems we always deal with. And when there's not a lot of money, how to make some decisions about what precious few things we'll invest in. So we're working on trying to have uh, prioritization and get the IT organization, IRNC is the IT organization, UCOP, involved in working with all the different functional areas at UCOP in trying to align all of their objectives and trying to put together a few initiatives that are really going to deliver some value. Um, so trying to streamline how some of the processes work and just trying to deal with uh, the reality, the budget reductions. Um, some system-wide initiatives. The ITLC has embarked on a, a real effort to identify initiatives that can be done better together uh, instead of doing it in parallel separately. That's not as easy as it seems. Um, one of the challenges when you do things collaboratively, there tends to be some overhead. So if you're imperative just to get something done fast and have tremendous local control, there is a bit of overhead to collaborate. But with extreme budget pressures um, and a sense that there is a network backbone that can enable some sharing, uh, we're attempting as a whole system to work on some shared projects that we believe are really the top priorities. Uh, one thing will help a little bit, uh, David Ernst is about to hire a director of strategic IT projects to manage these. One of the problems is we, uh, I think this is common across the system, we depend on volunteerism when we assign uh, someone on a project. And tr that doesn't always work, so we're going to have a dedicated director at least to try to push through a few key shared projects across the system. And that person's supposed to start July 1st, so this is no longer a theory. Uh, another effort, there is a shared research pilot. Um, President Udoff approved it. What this means is the system is going to fund two research clusters. Uh, one will go down in San Diego at the San Diego Supercomputing Facility. One will be at the uh, Lawrence Berkeley National Lab Data Center, which is in Oakland. Where those two clusters reside, to me, is not very important at all. It will be connected to the wide area network. What's astonishing is an attempt by UC to uh, invest in having researchers share computing cycles. And the pilot is not about, do we know how to buy hardware? Uh, for shared clusters. We know how to do that. Many of you are involved directly or indirectly. It's how do we come up with services that are attractive to researchers that allow them to do their research more easily. A lot of the researchers, if you look at sort of the history of uh, computing, physicists in 1960 figured out computers were going to solve some of their problems. Uh, today, every uh, field in academia is looking to computing to solve some of their problems. And many of these people are not computer scientists. So they're not necessarily interested in building clusters that are isolated and dedicated to a researcher. They're, it's a much better proposition to have a service where they can get the compute cycles and get service. Guidance on how to use this research computing, this compute capacity, some of the tools, some of the techniques. Um, so it's pretty exciting. I believe there's 24 researchers um, approximately who had approved, uh, they've applied to use this shared cluster. And it's truly a key to see can we get the uh, services, the capability in place that's very attractive to the researchers? They'll speak very, uh, they'll be the 
marketers of did this work or not. It's not going to be, will the IT people claim it was successful? To me, this is just incredibly important. A lot of the work a lot of us do is not as directly associated with the mission of the University of California, but research is really one of the key things we're supposed to be supporting. Uh, it's also very attractive to me personally because from a sustainability perspective, sharing compute cycles is just much more efficient. And having those compute cycles reside in energy-efficient data centers is a way for UC to distinguish itself and to be attractive and to actually deliver the research uh, you know, part of the mission. So this has been approved, even in incredibly tight budget times. I think there's a message there as well. While there's not a lot of spare money, uh, President Udoff saw this proposal and still approved it. And we're going forward with it. So I'm optimistic this is going to be successful. Um, there'll be a governance process, as it says up there, and hopefully this is going to prove, uh, prove out. And to me, what will be useful is if this pilot then grows and becomes the way we start doing so, uh, much of the computing research. Uh, I've been talking about shared regional data centers uh, when they're appropriate. Right now, there's a, uh, an, an offering at uh, San Diego Supercomputing Facility. There have been a, a couple pilots, a couple campuses have put some of their uh, computing down in San Diego using the wide area network. It's not a finished service yet. There's going to be a lot of intense work in the next two months amongst the ITLC to work to have a structure in place where there is a service model, a governance structure. The attempt is not to deliver a computing facility that will solve all problems for the University of California, but hopefully will meet some of the surge demands that are occurring at campuses. This is not the right time for UC to invest in capital projects to build data centers in many situations. And so this is an example of sharing and leveraging the network. There's an initiative. Uh, to examine the business processes uh, of payroll across the system. This is an uh, area where UC spends far too much money. We have uh, 11 variants of the payroll system in place right now. The IT costs are not the dramatic problem. It's the variation in business processes. And that costs UC an awful lot of money to deliver a service which is not particularly interesting. There's not one chancellor, I believe, when they go to sleep at night who worries, is their payroll system going to distinguish themselves with donors, other academics, other universities? We've got to just get people paid, and we've got to do it in an efficient manner. So there's an uh, initiative to examine what are the best practices around payroll, and out of that might be some major uh, projects. The challenge, of course, would be where to find the money to do some of this. But... This is an area where, if we don't invest a little bit, we we'll continue to spend a lot of money on administrative processes, which are not really core to the mission of the University of California. I'm actually optimistic on this one because the, this is a business process review. It's not an IT review. It's not a discussion about COBOL, CICS, or DB2. It's what are the business practices we should try to all adopt. Apply UC. This is a project which was, again, approved by uh, the president, President Udoff. Right now, today, we have a situation where uh, kids who apply to the University of California for undergraduate admission, they apply to a central system called Pathways. There's a back-end run by a vendor uh, that does the actual central processing of all those applications. Uh, we're going to write a new application, which will be integrated. There won't be a front-end and back-end with different databases. What's very interesting about this project is, one, financially, it pays itself off in two years. And we will now be able to process admissions much more cheaply. The second thing that to me was really exciting is one of the people in my organization came up with a whole business plan. 
They just did not sit there and go, oh my God, we got problems, things suck. They actually wrote a proposal, gave it to me. Um, I thought it had incredible merit and value, and it went to David Ernst and then Katie Lappin and then Mark Udoff, and they approved it. Um, this is something it's going to pay itself off in two years. It's actually not a super high-risk project. Of all the projects I worry about, this is the most contained. We know what we have to do. We know what the scope is. Uh, very few IT projects do that. In addition, it positions UC to start doing many more things down the road with admissions. Uh, the uh, admissions offices around the university are looking at how to do some shared analysis of admissions. The decision still would be made by local campuses, but how to do some of the pre-processing around an applicant in a shared way. So, again, another theme. Uh, IRNC itself, uh, which is the department I work in, what our mission is, uh, besides uh, supporting a lot of system-wide applications, boring things like payroll and the retirement system, is also offering, where appropriate, to campuses the ability to take over some service. Um, they don't do it because they love us. Uh, we can offer the service, in some cases, much cheaper. Not because the, our IT staff is any better, even though I think we have a great IT staff, but because of economy of scales. So mainframe consolidation, we will be running Santa Barbara's mainframe load uh, by about September, uh, by the end of the summer. We're uh, in the process of taking over UC Irvine's mainframe load. We're in the process of starting to take over their mainframe load. We hope by October of this year we will be running Irvine's mainframe load. Uh, we're in discussions with two other campuses to pick up their mainframe load, too. What's nice about this is this saves money that UC was giving to vendors. It's pure and simple. There's an economy of scale. We're going to give less money that's going outside of the system. And in many cases, it's going to help a few of those campuses avoid um, some pretty stark uh, actions to, to figure out how to reduce their expenses. So rather than maybe have to lay someone off, uh, we're going to run their mainframe load. In addition, because UCOP... Uh, we have a pretty strong disaster recovery plan in place. Um, I think you've heard about that in the past. Anything we run on our mainframe, we will also have disaster recovery set up um, automatically. So the campuses, for cheaper, will get more service. Um, IRC is picking up running more effort reporting instances. We're up to five right now. I believe by next year we'll probably be up to about seven. We can pick up an effort reporting uh, to support a campus from an IT perspective for about a third of a headcount at most. <laughs> Um, it's very hard for anybody to set up a service um, on their own and do it at that cost. Uh, we're picking up another payroll instance. Uh, sometimes I worry why uh, we're doing this because it's just more responsibility, more nervousness. But I figure uh, if we have a problem with payroll, I'm in big enough trouble anyways. So this will be the ninth pay PPS instance that IRC is going to be running. And we keep increasing our disaster recovery. I won't bore you with the details. I did a presentation at a CNET conference uh, a couple months ago, and it was quite shocking. I hadn't even kept up with it. I'd heard about all the individual disaster recovery environments we'd set up for different campuses, different locations. But when I put it on one slide, it was sort of daunting. Um, so that project's taken off as well. And that's... Uh, the end of what sort of the, the UCOP IRNC perspective. And now I'm going to introduce the Larry Sauter Awards. Um, and I guess the protocol people will come down. I'm not going to make jokes like the Oscars or something. <laughs> uh, so when I announce, uh, well, let, me, let me also say, they are, many of these, uh, the award winners are going to do a presentation again at 530. This is some of the most interesting, best projects uh, that we've seen across the system. I strongly encourage you to go listen to the people actually know what they did. People usually uh, 
have, take a lot of pride in talking about a cool project they did. That's sometimes the most interesting presentations. There are three sets of awards. There's gold awards. That's the highest award, then silver, then honorable mention. Uh, there are three gold awards. So the first one's for uh, the award name's Computerized Provider Order Entry. Hopefully I'll say all the names correctly. Uh, the winner, this is from the UC Davis Health System. Mike Muneer, John Cook, Jennifer Cook, and Hein Nguyen. If I didn't butcher your name, why don't you come up? <laughs> I think that's it, unless you want to say something. Uh, the second gold award is iTunes U. It's from UCLA. It's Rose Rocchio and Eric Boland. Congratulations. And the last gold award is GradLink on the web, otherwise known as GLOW. It's from UC Berkeley, Betsy Livick and Judy Dobry. There we are. Thank you. Congratulations. Hi, Judy. Judy used to work in Iron Sea. Uh, Silver Awards, a facilities reservation system, came from UC Riverside. James Lynn. <laughs> Congratulations. And the last Silver Award, Integrated Treasury Operations from UC Office of the President, Dan Sampson, Jerry France, and Richard Powell. Last but not least, the honorable mentions. Uh, dynamic comprehensive web environment from ANR. I'm going to read a bunch of names. Carl Chris, Dave Kraus, Brian Noel, and Alex Zangane Azam. And I butchered that name, I'm sure. I apologize. <laughs> Congratulations. Next Generation Email from UC Davis, uh, Gaston DeFerrari and Karen Weintraub. Congratulations. Congratulations. And the Integrated Electronic Document Management System, again from UC Davis. Oh, there's a pattern. Uh, Katie Stevens, Mike Kuhner, and Peter Choi. Congratulations. And last but not least, our space portal from UC Riverside, LaRose Edwards. Congratulations. I've done it under half hour. <laughs> oh, sure. Thank you, Pete and Paul.
and thank you uh, and congratulations to all the Sauter Award winners for 2009. Educause and Internet2 are about to announce the winners of the 2009 Security Video Contest. Uh, for those of you who are unaware of this particular event, this is a contest in which students submit their creative security videos and posters for recognition and awards. Uh, this material is particularly useful because it can be added to your campus and unit security awareness programs. Uh, because I'm on the uh, panel of judges, I have access to some of these, and I thought I'd share one that was particularly interesting to me, I hope you enjoy it as well. Now, I will uh, acknowledge that my uh, skills at converting a flash video to an ABI file perhaps is not that great, but uh, please enjoy this nonetheless. You have mail. Great. Uh, these will all be posted very shortly. Uh, they'll be posted shortly from the Educause Internet 2 site. Uh, they are also posted available through YouTube if you could do a search on Educause and Security Video Contest. Uh, the students were very creative. I encourage everyone to take a look at them. And with that, our general session comes to a close. I hope you have an enjoyable UCCSC 2009 Focus on Security Conference. Thank you for your attendance.